The reconstruction. Reconstructing is tearing down and rebuilding something new. Getting rid of things that no longer benefit you. A clean slate. A new plate. Fresh start with a courageous soul and pure heart is hard. To admit that you've fallen short or to take a step forward and immediately be pushed right back. When you're thinking you've made progress, you see the distance you have to go and start feeling less and less motivated. Because you remember how close you were, how you almost made it, and now you've watched all of your hard work get disintegrated, then the negative thoughts get contemplated. We all know what happens, but nobody ever wants to say it. How you've found yourself in an empty room thinking the worst. I mean, I know my grandmother keeps the 38 in her purse and shit. I can't seem to get out this hole, so living feels like it's no longer even worth all the shit I've been going through. Pessimism consumes you. The walls cave in and then... Darkness becomes your new best friend. We've all been through it. When you get in a position where you're 1.6 seconds from saying screw it, but then something stops you, you just can't do it, giving up isn't in you. You decide at that moment the sorrow no longer can continue and, and the room starts to get bigger. You breathe and begin to figure out your next move, what's best for you. That gives birth to your solid foundation. You've already been a perfect demonstration of where you refuse to go back. Sometimes it takes life kicking you in your ass for you to see the aspects you lack and then starting your reconfiguration or reconstruction. Tearing down and rebuilding something new. Getting rid of things that no longer benefit you. Letting go of shit that quote unquote was supposed. And finally enduring that pain that is growth. Hey y'all. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Misha's room. Again, my name is Misha, and I'm the poet behind the book Silver Games. And this podcast is dedicated to unpacking a lot of my poems and finding out the reason why. So, the poem that you heard in the beginning of this episode is called The Reconstruction. I wrote the reconstruction years ago like honestly i can't think about i don't i don't know exactly what year i wrote it but i feel like it was something that i wrote sometime when i was in undergrad so um the reconstruction the inspiration behind it was like literally life like i go through i talk, i write a lot about love and like relationship type things that i go through but love and relationships isn't the only factor in my life, of course. I identify myself as a love poet, so a lot of my poems are, you know, are about love. But life kicked me in my ass too, yeah. It, it is not just because bitches around here breaking my heart. Like, that's not the only problem that I have. So when I wrote The Reconstruction, I was going through some stuff in like, just life. Like, it's, it's fucking hard just existing sometimes. And that shit gets really, 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 really heavy. So the reconstruction was my way of like expressing how I go through shit and I run into these little moments where it's like, fuck, bro, I can't do this no more. And then somehow, some way, I don't know what it is, I end up finding the strength and the power, you know, to move forward and keep going. So we'll go ahead and jump right into the breakdown of the reconstruction. So the first few lines. Reconstructing is tearing down and rebuilding something new. Getting rid of things that no longer benefit you. A clean slate. A new plate. 
Fresh start with a courageous soul and pure heart is hard. To admit that you've fallen short or to take a step forward and immediately be pushed right back. When you think you've made progress, you see the distance you have to go and start feeling less and less motivated. Boom. So first I open it up with just like the definition of reconstruction or reconstructing. And it's like, you know, like I said, it's tearing down and rebuilding something new. And that kind of like goes into the process of figuring out who you are. And every time, you know, you do something, you end up tapping into a version of yourself that you didn't know exists. Like, I don't know about you, but I've never done today before. Like, I never did this. I never been in 2019. Long story short, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. We all trying to figure this stuff out. And so as we go through life, every single day we end up tapping into another person or another part of us, another level of us that we didn't know existed. And it's like, yeah, we say that. And it's like, you're supposed to bulldoze through that. You know, you're supposed to grow and become a new person. But niggas don't shine light on the fact that that shit is hard to do. Like, it, it takes a courageous soul and a pure heart to really try to, like, embrace something that'll break down these walls and then be that first generation college student or to be that division one athlete or to be like that friend that quote unquote made it or even to get your ass up and go to work because you got a bunch of kids you got to take care of or anything like it's hard to figure that kind of stuff out and none of us ain't do this shit before so no matter how much support that you have it's just fucking difficult so this was me just blatantly saying that like it's hard and then it's especially hard to admit that you've fallen short that's something that I don't think a lot of people want to say out loud because nobody wants to be a failure. Like, nobody wants to be that person that, like, I fucked up. And at the end of the day, like, you feel like niggas is looking at you like you're a fuck up. But it's like, you, you aren't a fuck up. You did fuck up, maybe. But that doesn't define you totally as a person. And it's like, you say that, you feel that in the back of your head, but those, you still got that little faint voice that's like, you, you fucked up. You fell short. Like, you, you dropped the ball on this one. And it's like, sometimes it's hard to admit that. Um, the next stanza is, when you think you've made progress, you see the distance you have to go and start feeling less and less motivated. Because you remember how close you were, how you almost made it, and now you've watched all of your hard work get disintegrated, then the negative thoughts get contemplated. Boom. You put all your effort into this. You did your best. When you, like, we tell these to kids all the time, like, do your best. You know, you might make it, you might not, but it's like, you know, do your best. Always put that front, you know, put that foot forward and do what you can. Be the best you can be. But then, what about those moments when you didn't dig? You didn't left it all on the court. You left it all. You studied your ass off. You worked your ass off and still got the short end of the stick. Like, you you still you still didn't make it. You still didn't achieve that goal. And it's like you just feel like, fuck, bro. Fuck. All the hard work got disintegrated right in front of me because it's like I didn't get that. The the one thing that I wanted. The one thing that I was working towards, I didn't get that. So now, I'm just like, fuck, bro. <laughs> then, the negative thoughts get contemplated. We all know it happens, but nobody ever wants to say it. How you 
found yourself in an empty room thinking the worst. I mean, I know my grandmother keeps a 38 in her purse and shit. I can't seem to get out this hole. So living feels like it's no even worse, no longer even worse. All the shit I've been going through. Pessimism consumes you. The walls cave in and then darkness becomes your new best friend. Though that though those lines are kind of like those are hard for me to like get through. Those are like heavy, heavy lines for me. Um, granted, my grandma did not keep a 38 in her purse. I don't know if my grandma will have a gun. Probably. <laughs> but I don't know for sure. But the point of that is you end up sitting in a space where you feel like you're by yourself and you don't want to do this anymore. I can't say and I won't try to project this on everybody because like I don't know if everybody has had suicidal thoughts or anything like that, but that's that shit actually happens. Like, I know for a fact that I've sat there in moments where, like, I can't do this. And if this is all life is going to be, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, I can't imagine myself struggling through this kind of shit no more. It's like, I can't, I can't, basically. And that was really, like, the, the whole synopsis of that part is, like, I can't do this. So then you start, you find yourself like just these random ass thoughts in your mind and like things that you can do to yourself to just like in that trauma, in that suffering pop up. For example, I could go get the 38 out of my grandmother's purse and use it if, you know, I wanted to. That way I end this trauma. Life is no longer even worse. And like those thoughts are, they happen. And it's like, I know when I was going through that kind of stuff, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't talk about it. I felt like I was a crazy bitch. I felt like if I said something about me possibly having those kind of suicidal thoughts, then maybe the people that I'm around would judge me. And it was like, I didn't want to feel judged. So I sat in, you know, this room by myself, just like, I'm going to figure it out. Or I ain't going to say nothing. Either it's going to happen, <laughs> I'm going to be bold enough to do it, or I won't. And it was just like, that was some shit that I really, really had. I struggled to like work through. And granted, when I was going through this kind of stuff, I don't think I started counseling yet. By the way, I do go to counseling. I support counseling. Counseling helped me through a lot. Yes, I write and I grow through shit, but like going and finding somebody else, just somebody to ask me to write questions, to help me think about stuff was really really powerful for me and it did help me through my it helps me through suicidal phases because you aren't a suicidal person but suicidal thoughts may come and it's like that you need help through that kind of shit sometimes so I turned to writing and I turned to counseling because it was a very 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 useful resource for me uh, um yeah and it's like darkness becomes your new best friend so you just sit there and you just you, you're sad. Darkness is usually equated with something negative like sadness or like melancholy things like that. So that's why I went with that reference. Um, we've all been through it. When you get in a position where you're 1.6 seconds from saying screw it, but something stops you, you just can't do it. Giving up isn't in you. Boom. When I go into that line, giving up isn't in you. Something stops you, you just can't do it. Giving up isn't in you. Have never successfully killed myself. I can say that. I've never successfully ended my life. 
Now, I've thought about it. I have thought about I've been driving on the road one day like, you know what, fuck this. If I drive off this bridge, it'll be over. If I just jump in this water and just sit there, then, you know, I'll be here. I won't have to do that shit no more. But for what, something, I don't know what it is. I'm going to equate it to, like, my faith. Because I am, I'm very, very strong in my faith. I rarely go to church, but I pray in my relationship with God is really, really strong. Like, I believe anything I go to is because he needed, you know, he need to teach me. Anything I get over is because I need to go through. Long story short, God brings me to and through everything. I need, I learn my lessons and I get my blessings. But I'm not here to force my religion or anything like that on anybody. That's what motivates me to, like... When I'm in those moments where it's like something stops me and like I, I can't drive off the road or I don't go take the knife and just slit my throat, what stops that? What is that? Like, what is that? It's the fight. It's the fire. Is God watching me and having me and moving me. That's what I feel. So, um, continuing. And you decide at that moment the sorrow no longer can continue and in the room starts to get bigger. You breathe and begin to figure out your next move, what's best for you. I think that's something that people really, really fail to do. It's like, we always think about how we can help other people or what other people may think or how it may impact somebody else or whatever. Sometimes we need to step up and be a little selfish and think about us first. Like... I'm one of the most kind-hearted people that, like, I've ever met. <laughs> but I'll give to anybody. If I can help anybody, I'm going to help them. Like, But there are some points where I have to, like, detach. Like, in some points, I have to say, all right, yes, I am a good person. Yes, I can probably help you right now. But I can't really benefit you. Like, I can't really help you because my shit is all fucked up. Like, Right now, I need to take this time for me. And granted, I don't do that all the time. I don't just X people out all the time. But I definitely take my little moments where it's like, baby, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> you have to think about yourself sometimes. Like, you have to think about your own mental health because if you're taking on everybody's problem and carrying the weight of that, you know, carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders... What about, like, the, the literal shit that you have to go through? Like, I do a lot of my grad work and stuff right now around the lack of black teachers, the black experience, trying to be there for my black students, and also, like, trying to get the very, very whitewash system that I work with to open their eyes and see how this kind, you know, having these kind of conversations is really, really important about, like, race and stuff like that. Like, we have to open that door in places. I do that, but then some days I go home and I'm just like, fuck, it's hard being a black woman. <laughs> like, it is really frustrating being a black woman. And it's like, I had these moments where I'd be on my phone, be on the phone with my girlfriend and I start venting and then I'm just like, all of a sudden crying and I'm just like, shit just feels heavy and then I shut down. Those moments are like, okay, Misha, you need to take some time for you right now. Like, yeah, you want to save the world and make this bitch a better place, but... If you fuck over yourself, how you gonna save the world? So yeah, figure out what's best for you. That gives birth to your solid foundation. You've already been a perfect demonstration of where you refuse to go back. 
Sometimes it takes like kicking you in your ass for you to see the aspects you lack and then starting your reconfiguration. So in those lines, specifically the one that says sometimes it takes like kicking you in your ass for you to see the aspects you lack, that is like, I failed. I failed and I fucked up. So like I said, you know, referring back to the beginning of the poem where it's like, you see the distance you have to start going and start feeling less and less motivated because you remember how close you were, how you almost made it. It kind of like ties those two lines together. It's like, I tried my hardest and I failed. I did. But just because I failed and I didn't get what I wanted in that moment, it doesn't mean that like I am a failure. It doesn't mean that I wasted my time or that I like fucked up whatever opportunity that was presented in front of me. Maybe what I thought I was supposed to get out of that isn't what I was supposed to get. Maybe that part wasn't like, maybe that wasn't my blessing. That, that wasn't my blessing. Maybe that was a lesson that I needed to learn. There was something that I needed to be taught. It was something that I needed to take away from that experience to prepare me for my blessing that's on the way, if that makes sense. So sometimes it takes you failing and you fucking up or you getting kicked in your ass for you to see what you need to change or for you to see like the adjustments you need to make or for you to see the moves you need to do for you to see like okay this is how I'm moving this is what I'm doing and maybe I need to tweak that and do some other shit like sometimes it takes life kicking you in your ass for you you know to move forward you gotta fail in order to learn well you don't have to fail but it's like some lessons are taught better that way like you really end up grasping the shit then starting your reconfiguration or reconstruction Tearing down and rebuilding something new. Getting rid of things that no longer benefit you. Letting go of shit that was quote unquote supposed. And finally enduring that pain that is growth. Ever too often, we get caught up in this mindset of like, that's not how it's supposed to go. That's not what we're supposed to do. That's not what it's supposed. When the fuck did you do this before in order for you to tell me what's supposed to happen? Now, if any of y'all that lived this life before and know like the meaning of it and exactly what's supposed to happen and like how it's supposed to happen. And I use that in quotes because like, I don't believe there is a supposed to like, bitch, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All of this is assumptions. We all thinking based on past experiences and this and this and that, that this is the direction shit is supposed to go. That don't mean that it's real. That don't mean that it's true. And nobody sat down and said, you are the motherfucker with all those answers. So sometimes we have to like get over these expectations that we've created or we've put on people and like all these standards and shit. It's like, who the hell are you to say that this is what is supposed to happen? Like you created those expectations. That don't mean that like that's it. That's the, you know, the end all be all just because your life went in a different direction or you took a different path or something like that. Like we aren't here to establish what the fuck the norm is. The norm is there is no norm because we are all different. We are all living these same 24 hours, but we're experiencing them in totally different ways. So it's like the concept of what is supposed to happen to me is just bullshit. Then 
finally enduring the pain that is growth. My front dog told, like, I think I got that phrase from her, that like, you know, enduring the pain that is growth. And it's like, you, you sit down and think about that for a second, like take some time to really process enduring the pain that is growth. It is hard to grow. Like when you are trying to leave behind who you were and become the bitch that you want to be, it's hard because at one point, like the bitch you were, that's who you were. That's all you know. So when you're trying to figure out new things, it's like, it's hard to try it because you have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to fall. You got to fail forward. So, you know, you, you got to fuck up, but then still try to like, all right, I fucked up. Let me reflect. Let me take the pieces that I like. Let me leave the pieces that I don't like and try to move on. Like that shit is hard. It's difficult to endure that pain. But if you do, once you endure that pain that is growth and you allow yourself to like, keep bulldozing through shit and work on reconstructing yourself and consistently reconstruct yourself you can like i don't know it's, it's like when you go back and you reflect you're like damn i came far and i did that and i don't know about y'all but like when i was younger my mama told me you could do anything you put your mind to so like now i honestly believe that i could do fucking anything like there's nothing that i can't do except draw and I can't draw but I guarantee you I could find somebody else who can and then get whatever need to be done done there's a where there's a will there's a way point is I can do anything because I can grow through anything I can like I can do it and I know I can because when I go back and I look at my track record baby I didn't grow through some shit <laughs> like I did that so there's nothing that you can put in front of me that I can't tackle and I believe that because I look back and I reflect on like the versions of me that I had to reconstruct and then I see the bitch that I am now and how she is boss and she is moving and she is working and she is figuring things out. She's still growing through shit. And it's like, I'm really, really happy to be in this space continuously reconstructing myself. So when life does come and punch me in the face with this like, really really stressful shit that I'm not 100% sure how to handle I just know and believe that I can and I will boom the reconstruction <laughs> so um I decided to do this poem this at this time because this is the first episode in 2019 I decided to do the reconstruction because right now people are doing like a lot of new year's resolutions and people are like Okay, I'm turning into a new person. I'm trying to do this. We about two weeks into the new year now. So niggas is kind of like feeling off on those resolutions that they created. But it's like, don't worry. You're still in process. So even if you haven't <laughs> continued or if you haven't even started your resolutions or whatever you're trying to do, whatever change you want to make, whatever goals you're reaching for, whatever you want to do, if you haven't started that, it's okay to pick it up and start today yeah <laughs> it's about that time because if you want to go if you want to grow if you want to move you gotta like you gotta start somewhere you gotta start your reconstruction and if you're sitting in a room right now where you're 1.6 seconds from saying screw it take a second think about all the shit that you've been through credit yourself pat yourself on the back because baby you made it if you're listening to this then that means you have not successfully 
ended your life, which means you a bad bitch. <laughs> like, you got to be strong in order for you to keep going. To still be here, man. And then reflect, think about the shit that you said or you saw you were going through and you was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get through this. You did. <laughs> hey, look at you. Pat your fucking self on the back and congratulate yourself for doing that because you did. And that's like, that's what the whole basis of the reconstruction is. Like, all we have to do is keep pushing, keep moving, keep grooving, keep growing, and keep trying to make this shit happen. Even when it does get hard. And it will get hard. But you push through because you are a bad bitch, right? Don't get offended if I call you a bad bitch. It's a compliment, I promise. <laughs> Well, um, I want to thank you guys for coming back, spending time with me and Misha's room. I hope you enjoyed the reconstruction. Y'all stay tuned because next week, well, not next week, but you know, next episode, we're going to dig into some nice shit. I told y'all about polyamory and things like that. So <laughs> we'll touch on that. Thank you guys for coming. Um, I appreciate you and see you next time. Thank you.